The Political Process Podcast, hosted by activist and youth politician Clayton Herbst, with youth activist guest stars from around the country. Together we are explaining the American political process and diving deep into the details of the system. Today's episode is a special episode of the Electoral College. We will be discussing the history of the Electoral College, its purpose, and how it works. Sam Mashi is a teen policy advocate from Pennsylvania. He is knowledgeable about politics, especially electoral politics. He has recently been studying and predicting the 2020 election. So can you give me a basic overview? What is the Electoral College? Basically, the Electoral College is a body of electors that meets on January 6th every four years to decide who will be the president and who will be the vice president. You probably know that when you vote for president, it isn't always a person with the most votes that wins. For example, in 2016, Hillary Clinton won by almost 3 million votes in the popular vote, but she lost by a significant electoral vote margin. Awesome. So what is the purpose of the Electoral College? Historically, the Electoral College was put into the Constitution so that the electors would choose the president because most of the framers did not want the power to fall into the hands of someone who would violate the Constitution or destroy the country. Today, one of the main arguments for the Electoral College is that it protects small states. In actuality, it doesn't. Of the 13 states with three or four electoral votes, 12 of them are safe Republican or safe Democrat states. The 13th, New Hampshire, receives more attention than the 12 other states combined. The only time the only time small states have more power is when the presidential candidates tie and neither win a majority of electoral votes. When this happens, the House of Representatives chooses the president. Each state gets one vote among all of its representatives, so small states benefit because they have one or two representatives and have the same vote powers as a state like California who has 53 representatives. Okay, so how does the Electoral College work? In most states, the winner of the popular vote in that state wins all of their electors. These electors meet and vote for who will be the president and vice president. Electors used to be appointed by state legislatures until every state passed legislation to have voters pick electors directly. Each state has the same amount of electoral votes as members of Congress, so each state will have at least three votes. A candidate typically needs 270 electoral votes to win. If they tie with 269 each, the scenario with the House of Representatives can come into play. There are a few countries that have electoral colleges of their own, so we're kind of special like that. (laughs) What is the difference between, as you said, the winner-take-all, and is there any other system for states for the electoral college? Yeah, so there are many ways a state can give their electoral votes. For example, there's interstate pacts that states sign where they pledge to give their electoral votes to the national popular vote winner, and that would actually work if the needed 270 electoral votes came into play, then automatically whoever wins the national popular vote would win. Um, But there are two states that split their electoral votes by congressional district. These are Nebraska and Maine. For example, Maine has two statewide electoral votes, which represents the two senators from that state. They also have two representatives and each district gets one electoral vote. Nebraska is the same system, except they have three congressional districts. So they have a total of five electoral votes. All the other states have a winner-take-all system. This means that the candidate could win the popular vote in a state by a very small margin and still win all of their electoral votes. When James Madison, one of the writers of the Constitution, saw that states were adopting the winner-take-all systems, he fought until his last days to stop them. He wrote amendments trying to ban it and petitioned state and federal governments to stop it. You said safe states before. What are those, and are there other types of states? Yeah, so the term safe states refers to states that reliably vote one way or another. These states usually receive little to no attention in presidential campaigns because they're incredibly unlikely to flip. There are also a majority of states... Okay. The term safe state refers to states that reliably vote one way or another. 
these states usually receive little to no attention in presidential campaigns because they are incredibly unlikely to flip. They also are the majority of states in the country. Swing states are the states that are rapidly moving towards the center or have close polling. These states can change often and most of the time are not won by more than 5%. Swing states in 2020 include Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Maine's 2nd Congressional District, and Nebraska's 2nd Congressional District. So what is your personal opinion on the Electoral College versus just using the popular vote? Personally, I think the Electoral College is an outdated and inefficient way of picking the president. If you want to, you know, dig into some of the arguments that people say and some some of the reasons that you should get rid of it, some of the reasons you shouldn't, there's a great book called Let the People Pick the President by Jesse Wegman. It's great. It has a bunch of the arguments for both sides. Uh, if you're interested, I would recommend reading. That's definitely an interesting question that the country asks itself every four years. You know, personally, I think we should be focusing on the popular vote, but um, it's not up to us yet. Yeah. So if you're interested in the Electoral College, electoral politics, all that stuff, my uh, TikTok, Sam M for Prez 2048, you should go follow it. So I talk about uh, electoral politics a lot. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Sam. That was Sam Mashi from Pennsylvania. On today's special episode, we discuss the Electoral College, its history, its purpose, and how it works. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Political Process Podcast, hosted and edited by Clayton Herbst. Thank you to our special guests for joining us today. Tune in next time. Release dates every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.